Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Josh Shapiro, Dan, I'm told, is going to speak for like two hours today on the budget. You know that's not good if you're a taxpayer. The longer they speak about it, the worse it is. Why? He's running for president, either now, if the worst happens with Biden, or in 2028. And he wants to make Pennsylvania more like California. We're going to be cooler. I have the Democrat talking points that I'll give you. What they're told to say about today, like little Paul parrots around this budget, in which we're going to give SEPTA $282 million more million. And they're saying... There's a lot of safety that SEPTA is going to buy with that money. I want to see these Democrats out. Imagine you, you get handed this talking point. SEPTA is safe. And you have to say that all day long. Imagine how difficult that is. That is a uh, tough job. 855-839-1210. All right. In addition to that, the big story breaking, and we'll break this down for you, is, and I expected this would happen, even though Washington, D.C., That court of appeals is not Trump country. What's happened is that the court of appeals there, and this is more of a clock issue that's important than the ruling, has said that Trump does not have total presidential immunity. No president does. And that post-presidency, he can be tried for what happened on January 6th. And you know this is the big case. The other case, the January 6th, this is what gets the saliva going. All these poor people put in jail, and the ringleader not in jail. I read last night, Dan, I think it was the Intelligencer, like 20-page breakdown of Trump in prison, what he would be doing all day long, how much time he'd spend watching uh, cable TV, among other things. I mean, it's, it's enormous. And what is the charge? Well, I'm looking at it. I think it's 37 pages from this court of appeal. And what it says essentially is, and this is what they're going to have to try to prove. They're going to have to get inside Trump's mind that Trump knew that he lost. This is critical. He knew that he lost, yet he still conspired to convince everybody to the big lie that he didn't lose, and that he didn't believe, he never believed that he didn't lose. And he went to all these lengths because he knew he lost. So all of these things that happened, are they going to be able to make that case? No, I don't think they're going to be able to make that case ultimately. I'm looking at the five points from the Court of Appeals. They say that um, 
he used knowingly false claims of election fraud. In other words, he knew all these claims were false. Well, did I like some of the cracking and some of the Giuliani stuff? No. Did I think there were enough shenanigans out there? To take, now you're not able to take a look at it. Why was Stacey Abrams, for example, never charged that? You're not able to challenge elections and to say what went on here in Pennsylvania was out of bounds. I'm not talking wild stuff, Mastriano stuff. I'm talking the stuff that we saw in plain view. So much so that Kathy Bookbar, the then Secretary of State, didn't do her job for victims of sexual abuse and was ousted. She was too busy pushing Biden over the finish line. The second point the Court of Appeals makes is then-President Trump and his co-conspirators organized fraudulent slates of electors in seven targeted states. This is going to be an interesting debate on that one. Trump and his co-conspirators pressed officials at the Department of Justice to conduct sham election crime investigations. Trump and his co-conspirators attempted to convince then-Vice President Mike Pence to use his ceremonial role to alter the election results. Well, different people think it's more than ceremonial, and Pence didn't do it. And fifth, the January 6th rally, thousands of his supporters swarmed the U.S. Capitol acting on Trump's admonitions. Really? That's going to be a tough thing to do. Look, with the January 6th case, you have to get inside the mind of Trump. And it's hard to get inside anybody's mind. Now, in this immunity case, here's the clock part of it. Now it goes to the Supreme Court. Now, the Supreme Court, you would think, is going to look at this in a manner of... um, We don't want to jump into this too quickly. We don't want to delay, et cetera. They're going to do their normal pace. Uh, If we get Dershowitz or one of these people on, I'll ask him. You know, I'm I'm trying to think how long before the Supreme Court would make a decision on Trump's obvious appeal on this appeals court. I'd set the over and under. It may be three months. So that takes us into sometime in May on this or June if they come down in June. That's trouble. Then does the trial get underway immediately? No, I think there are other claims that Trump has. You understand the timelines, why they're that important. Because the nominating process going forward will be there. Will we know then whether Trump is going to be convicted of anything or not before the nomination? I'd put the odds that we won't know. All right. And then post that. What do we have? We have this continuing chaos with the other cases. So this is one where I didn't think the Trump people were able to make a case. And I I get it. We want presidents. Impeachment is the remedy. Rather than criminal charges for what they do. But some of this stuff, their argument is, is post. Well, it really wasn't post the presidency, though. He still was president. Yeah, well, we already impeached him, and that didn't stop him. So I don't know. The Supreme Court, I think, is going to say Trump's vision of immunity goes a bit too far. But I don't think it's outlandish. So this is a big decision as far as the clock on all these trials. That's where we are. As far as Shapiro... 
Uh, the Democrat talking points are going to be these are all investments that need to be made. I'll give you the uh, specifics on what they're supposed to say. But this uh, goes down at 1230. And people in Harrisburg are telling me people are going, he's going to speak for 90 minutes to two hours. That's incredible. No uh, governor does that. Can you imagine droning on about this? I told you, this guy, though, (laughs) this guy is a real menace. I mean, he's running for president now, or he's definitely going to run in 2028. And this budget is about that. And he sees Gavin Newsom as the only rival, the chief rival, I'm told. At least that's what they believe in Harrisburg. So somehow or another, taxes are going to be raised. He's raising the budget by over 8%. He's tapping into all these rainy day funds and all the rest. He's going to say the right things on school choice, but apparently not do anything about it, at least at this point. I don't see anything in what I've been given, Dan, about legalizing marijuana. Remember, we talked about the other day. Some people were suspecting that. I don't think that's there. And he's going to try to position himself as bipartisan and not a progressive, but we know that he is. So uh, 182, uh, 282 million more for SEPTA, which is ridiculous. And somehow or another, uh, the colleges across Pennsylvania, other than Penn State, the state system, only $1,000 a semester if you, your family income is uh, under 70000 a year. You know, this gets into, well, if you're at 71, what happens, the whole deal. We will uh, break all this down for you. And looming out there, and this comes back to this Pennsylvania Supreme Court, is the fact that they won before that uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court this new school funding thing. And the argument is all these schools are being shorted across Pennsylvania. They won five to six billion dollars more, if you can imagine, in school funding. If you're in the suburbs, your school probably gets nothing. You're the problem. You're going to these fancy schools. Philadelphia can't succeed because they don't have enough money. Who really believes that? Who in the world believes that? And they're saying the same thing about that, uh, that uh, the, the uh, district over in the Yadin area, places like that. They just don't have enough money. That's why they don't succeed. Really? Could discipline be the problem? All right, phone lines get in on all that. So I did not expect that Trump was going to win on this one. And now the clock is ticking. 855-839-1210. You get on board, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. Side question today. Today is National Lame Duck Day. Now, Dan and I were talking about the show yesterday. Maybe I got a little bit confused, but he and I differ on the uh, 22nd Amendment. I think you'll be able to run for press. Come on, admit it. If you're a Trump supporter, you want Trump to no, run I- even after the second no, term. I'm all for term limits. you got you got to have some kind of limit on how long these people can assume power, or else they might just have ultimate power. They're not assuming power. Yeah. They're, they're being voted in. Yeah, they're being voted in two times. So with that kind of power, they can, you know, usurp the, 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 what's, what's out there right now and create ultimate power for themselves. Well, FDR had four, and if he had lived, he would have five. And why do we need Congress people in, in office for 30-plus years? Like like Nancy uh, Pelosi, you know, just to this. Yeah, crumbling into yeah, dust let's, while let's sitting put, in office. Let's put other people in who are even more suspect. But anyhow, <laughs> with, the, with the president... Obama might have been elected the third time. Trump probably could be elected. <laughs> Picture this the third time. So 
It's I'd na- be supportive of that. I mean, but <laughs> yeah, it's National Lame Duck Day. So here's what we'd like to know. Lame duck. If you're a lame duck, you're growing toward irrelevancy. Yeah. We'd like to know somebody who once was maybe big time of a sort, had power or fame or whatever, and now is more irrelevant. I uh, mentioned- Still around, too. Hopefully, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I'll say uh, Christy is one that comes Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Quaid- I think of when I think Ooh. of actors. He's a really good actor. Then he went nuts. Yeah, what and happened he, to Quinn? And he's back. He's doing an event this very week, Dan, with the RFK Jr. Jesse the Body Ventura was the hottest interview out there. Oh, that's now a good he's one. he's back with uh, RFK Jr. But he went off the grid. He's nuts. I What's mean, her name? Yeah. yeah, no, that's a great one too. You know, I'll stay in the world of wrestling for one. How about Hulk Hogan? For a while, he was, you know, the... you think he's irrelevant. He's not quite irrelevant, but he's kind of entering into that lame duck phase of his career, where uh, you know, okay. at one point he was, yeah. you know, on T-shirts, he was on people's walls, and now he's just become kind of a, a, a it's sad <laughs> laughing stock. I would, I would do an event with Hulk Hogan in a heartbeat. Yeah. 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 All about, right. That's a good one. No, you're right, though. He is more in that phase of lame duckery. He's not, yeah. A couple others to get the listeners thinking. Yeah. Rick Moranis. Uh, Honey, right. I Shrunk the Kids back in the right. late 80s. He was everywhere, early 90s, mm-hmm. and then just completely fell off, retired from acting. And then you hear him behind us, a great uh, uh, harmonica player and musician, blues traveler, John Popper. Still see him pop I, up from time to time doing great songs. I don't even songs, know but... him. I'll have to uh, look him up. Okay. That's the side question. Get in early. We got two big issues today throughout the show. We got a bunch of others. Dan, I'm amazed at this, too. I got to hear from listeners at uh, throughout the show. The school bus is disappearing. Welcome to the parental pickup era. The Inquirer's got eight printed pages today. It's pretty interesting that many kids now, all you're doing is ferrying them to school, waiting in lines, though, the drop-off and the pickup line. Now, I rode the school bus. It was only about mm, 12 to 15 blocks from, like, 6th grade on, I guess, at King of Peace. Did you take the school bus? No. No, I lived in the same neighborhood as my school. Okay, you were able to walk. Then I walked to high school. Some of it's pandemic-related. Some of it is they can't get enough school bus drivers. How much do you have to pay to get school bus drivers? That's what the argument is. That's why parents have to shuttle the kid to school. And in the afternoon, all those rules. I've never had to do that with the pickup line. You violate the pickup line, you're in big trouble. All right, so it's 855-839-1210. You get a line, AT&T and Verizon Wireless, though. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. Hit us with that. Uh, We'll hear from, uh, hope to hear from Martina White. She's in Harrisburg. Her breakdown of the budget. Liz Priate-Havey, one of the chief Republicans in the state. What is Shapiro up to? This guy is a uh, a menace, even nationally. And we have to deal with him here in Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania, the new California. Can you see that in upstate Pennsylvania? Yeah, we're California. Uh, I don't, where's our Hollywood? Where's Hollywood in Pennsylvania? Out in Radnor? I don't Philly? know. Is Philly yeah. Hollywood? I guess Philly's Hollywood. I guess yeah. Philly is Hollywood. Oh, Look at man. Us. That's, that's the glitz, a, the glamour. Man, that's a bad start, right? Yeah. Is, uh, Jim, ah, is that Jim Kenny over there? Do I see Jim the Kenny? The glitz, the glamour, the lights, the syringes. Oh, my God. Welcome to Philadelphia. I stepped on that line. Sorry. Is that Larry Krasner? Mr. Krasner, can I get your autograph? I've committed 20 crimes. I said hello, <laughs> Philadelphia! <laughs> 
There you go. That's one of the all-time greats. That forklift to make him taller. That was unbelievable. All right, 855-839-1210. Trump is really causing consternation. Not only saying, interview me on CBS. Why won't they do it on Super Bowl Sunday? And offering to debate Biden now. You know, one of the big reasons, Dan, though, Trump wants to do that if they debate it now, RFK Jr. wouldn't be in there. I don't think, uh, well, look, Biden can't debate anybody. I don't think Trump wants RFK Jr. in the debate. <laughs> Fascinating debate. Oh, my God. Are you, there? Are you kidding me? Yeah, throw Cornell West in there, the Green Party woman, <laughs> some guy that wandered in off the street and, and say, I'm running for president. Throw him in there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dom Giordano's show. Welcome in. 855-839-1210. So it looks on the border. Uh, Fox News reporting screams and shouts. Chaos coming out of the Senate dining room of the Republican caucus today. Well, Mitch McConnell all revved up over the bill, and suddenly, when people are pointing out exactly what's in it, he leaves the Langford guy <laughs> standing there saying, I thought I was in Oklahoma, Dorothy. <laughs> Mitch McConnell again. You know, I he, didn't ask for this. He can't get anything done that's positive, but he can knife you just to stay there beautifully. Suddenly, he's against it, and Republicans are fighting. This is an unforced error. They're fighting over stuff here. It's not going to get passed. It's not even now apparently going to come up. Here is Nikki Haley, though, with um, Cavuto yesterday, chastising Republicans on not passing this border bill. There's two things going on here, and we have to speak hard truths. First of all, everybody's tired of a do-nothing Congress. I mean, can they do anything? Because we've seen nothing out of Republicans or Democrats. They have an inability to get anything done. The second thing is... You can't have Trump sitting there saying, don't do anything until the election. We have a completely open border. America's acting like it's September 10th, and we better remember what September 12th felt like, because it only takes one person across that border to create a 9-11 moment. We need this fixed now. We need congressional members to stay in D.C. and not leave until they figure this out. No sale, Nikki. No sale. 
All right, that's not what it's about. None of this is going to happen. They're not going to figure anything out. Stop it already. You just said how bad they are. Then you say, stay there until you figure it out. We're not doing this just for political advantage heading into the election. But there is advantage. I'm starting to become convinced with all the people that were pulling me to the side that illegal immigration is the biggest issue, not inflation. Listen to the Reverend Al Sharpton. Dan, I once got him for a 32-second interview. It took ambush-style journalism to do it, which I hate to do. Suddenly, it was in the hell, hell. Uh, 2008 uh, Denver convention, and I saw where he was going back and forth to get coffee occasionally, and I just st- staked out there, and bang, I was and out there. You approached him. Did you say, hey, Rev, Rev? No, I did say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I came. I didn't want to sneak up behind. I came for the front. But I still only got 32 seconds out of it, though, of startle. <laughs> uh, here's the Reverend Al Sharpton on MSNBC, though. Telling us he uses the I word. Listen for the I word about illegal immigrants. Chickens are coming home to roost. Couldn't there be some kind of public pressure put in the next couple of days in some of these senator states saying, why are you allowing this to continue? Because at the end of the day, senators have to deal with their voters. And at the same time, it uh, in the bill, you give. Uh, uh, money to Gaza, to, to, to civilians in Gaza and Israel. But the border, I mean, we're looking every day at the invasion of migrants, and they're playing a time game Whoa. with politics on this. Wait a minute, the Reverend. I got to call you out for this. You're not allowed to say invasion. I know I'm not allowed to say it. So you certainly, you're on the other side. You shouldn't be. A, who are they invading? Looking every day at the invasion of migrants. Invasion? All right, I'm starting to be convinced this is the big issue. The Reverend Al is slipping into calling it an invasion. Where was uh, Joe and Mika to say tisk tisk? You can't say invasion here. All right, could this be out of the box, the winner on today's side? Uh, lame Duck Day. Who is it that became irrelevant? Uh, let's go to Ken in Philly on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Ken, afternoon. Dom, how are you? Let me tell you, this is Ken. This is Two Beer Friday, Ken. Oh, ah, okay. You? Good, Ken. Yes. <laughs> and I wanted I wanted to mention to Dan that they're not 40s. Okay. <laughs> I love that he says he, he's now two beer Friday, Ken. The guy that calls. Yes. So if you weren't with us last week, this guy calls in and says every Friday he goes and gets two beers. And we ask, why not get a yeah. six-pack? So yeah, he, exactly. He says, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to drink it. But, yeah. Welcome back, Ken. Welcome back, Ken. I'm Welcome glad back. you're sober yep. today. Yes. Uh, I'm, always so, I'm always sober now, Dan, Dom. Um, I have a guy who uh, self-proclaimed king. I think is the biggest lame duck there is out there, and his name is Mr. Howard Stern. There you go. That's a great one. That needs no more explanation. Thank you, Kenny. That is a very good one, Dan. Beyond irrelevant, uh, uh, what's happened with this guy. And any time he's relevant, he's only relevant, Dan, because people go, did Stern say that? Stern of the past would have killed a guy saying this. Yeah, imagine Stern of the past with today's political climate. First of all, right. I don't even know if he'd be getting involved in the politics of it, but to, to call out the ridiculousness of what we're seeing, right. it's I, I, well, I, I wish we had him back. Well, That's what's so most disappointing. All I know is he hasn't recovered from that November when he did a 14-minute attack on Dom Giordano. Oh, yeah. That's what did it after that. And Dan, even I said, boy... It's kind of toothless. I thought he was just going to maul me. <laughs> it was kind of, yeah. You know, they, uh, they're, they're saying that I'm irrelevant. 
<laughs> and you know what? You are right. That the Howard Stern of the nineties would have sent Stuttering John out there You're to ask a, wacko, a bunch of questions. Dumb, dumb. There you go. That's exactly right. That's the best they got on us. Hey Rob, Rob, did you just Taylor Swift right now? You, you, you think they're real? <laughs> are they real or are they fake? Can I paint them green on St. Paddy's Day? All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Howard. To get back in your basement. Right, here's, here's Tom Giordano talking about me, the guy next door. The good the good guy next door. That's a great answer from Two Beer Cat. Uh, Dan, I'm just seeing this on Fox, too, another illegal immigration. Snap, they say, per person per day food aid is $7.59, right? The prepaid immigrant card is twelve fifty two. Meaning that the prepaid immigrant card is five dollars more than the American citizen, let's say for most times, that is on uh, SNAP, that is on food stamps. Five dollars more. Wow. I'm starting to be convinced. I still think it's inflation. And I'm in that camp that just, he's killed the average American Biden. But when you're doing stuff like, how are you giving migrants $5 $5 more per day on these uh, prepaid things. Not only that, you're encouraging more. They tell people back in the home country. Uh, CBS, I guess this was 60 Minutes, uh, Dan. Uh, they say, yeah, this is 60 Minutes, cut 11. The fastest growing group coming across the border by all accounts, however they chart this. Listen to 60 Minutes, and this is troubling. So what's the fastest growing group among them? Chinese migrants. Yes, you heard that right, Chinese. We saw large groups, including many from the middle class, come through a four-foot gap at the end of a border fence 60 miles east of San Diego. The illegal entryway is a new route for those hoping to live in America. Just after sunrise, we saw the first group of migrants make their way from Mexico through a gap between the 30-foot steel border fence and rocks, ducking under a bit of razor wire and into the United States. We were surprised to see the number of people coming through from China, nearly 7,000 miles away. Careful, watch. Our cameras, and at one point, this armed border patrol agent standing 25 feet away, did not deter them. All right, so the Chinese now, you know, are we supposed to say, well, these are people just fleeing repression, we ought to welcome them? I'm sure some are, but we suspect some are agents of the Communist Chinese Party. You know, one out of 100, that's enough to be penetrating the country to do God knows what. I I saw a story today, now where the allegation is, in about a dozen states... The ownership of illegal marijuana farms are Chinese, not Chinese-Americans, but Chinese here in a green card or something like that. It's endless. All right, so 855-839-1210. The migrants get 40% more than citizens, alleged American citizens, that are on SNAP. How much of this nonsense can you engage in? What will Governor Abbott do next, Dan? That's a guy I really want to get on. I'm not sure if he would do a local radio show, but this guy is the person of the year, last year and this year. Not only is he holding the border, but sending people to these cities has him going nuts. Uh, Coming up, we're going to talk with Liz Priade Havey. And what is America's pastime? New polling, 12,000 people for Pew, verifies what 
I think it is and what you probably think it is. You know, what sport? But what sport only was at 3%? Yes, only 3% of Americans said that's Americans' pastime. DJ underlined that when he sent it to me, too. It's very dumb. Only 3%. It's a very Dom Giordano story. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, you're going you're gonna to want to hear <laughs> this. Saw it. He got very intrigued. Yeah, our buddy uh, Liz Breed-Havey, though, who's big time at the uh, state level Republican Party, breaking down Josh Shapiro, what he's doing today with this budget, and his aspiration is to beat Gavin Newsom and be the next uh, Democrat nominee, either now, if it comes to that, or in the future. What's he going to say for 90 minutes to two hours? Imagine having to sit through two hours of this today. Come on. Big issues, big gas today uh, in Harrisburg. Uh, just about now, I guess, man, imagine having to sit there for two hours, potentially, of Josh Shapiro, the budget. Are you allowed to get up and go to the bathroom? Uh, yeah, I'm sure you can uh, do yeah. whatever you want she there. The I guess it's uh, you need to be there to be cheering if you're oh by the way he's doing it in the grand if you ever have a chance you're in harrisburg i don't know why you would be but if you are (laughs) the golden dome is unbelievable but the rotunda is where he's doing this this giant backdrop you almost think i'm looking for the hairstyle today is it going to be like gavin newsom his rival for the presidency and it underlines the fact dan that democrats are right he has to speak there i'm sure he's going to make a joke about it because of the leaky roof Magically, it'll be fixed if they win that race in lower bucks for that last seat, then it, he wouldn't have to speak there. So he's speaking in an unusual place today. Liz Breate Havy with us here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Liz, welcome in and uh, kind of unusual that Josh Shapiro can't speak under the leaky roof. Well, it's ridiculous. I mean, everybody knows that that's a ridiculous excuse for not having meetings. They just know that the Democrats know that they will have trouble passing anything because they now are, you know, dead even with the Republicans in numbers. I I don't understand why our Republican House leadership is not having, you know, um, press conference after press conference talking about it every day. It's a total failure of leadership. And really, I think voters would be pretty pissed if they understood it. I'm glad you're talking about it. Yeah, I, I think so. It's it's laughable in this day and age that they're engaged in this and the media not interested. So, uh, Liz, what jumps out at you? Is it the SEPTA funding? Is it something else in here with Shapiro? Um, well, I think there's SEPTA funding. I think, you know, um, he's talking about funding um, families who want to send their kids to colleges um, at certain rates. If they only make 70000 they're going to get help. But, you know, if they make Seventy-five thousand. They're not going to get help. So, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff in here. One of the things that everybody's wondering about is what's he going to do with the vouchers? You know, he, unlike other Democrats across the country, said in his campaign, he went on Fox News and said, you know, kids should be able to go to the schools they want to go to. And then, of course, he reneged on that in the last budget. The Republicans are going to be waiting and watching to make sure that he comes through with that commitment. Uh, but generally, everyone expects a very big budget, bigger than the past, because the COVID funds are running out. And the question is, how is he going to fund it? What I'm hearing from the legislators are that he has not been hands-on on this at, up to this point. So I think he's going to have to he's going to have to do that. He's actually going to have to go and start meeting with the legislators and try to sell this thing. Well, and the the big if out there, right, that uh, Supreme Court decision that we knew was coming, astronomical amounts, five billion maybe plus 
in funding, even mm-hmm. though it's an all-time record already in funding. Yep. That, well, that's going to change. And he has not addressed it yet, right? Once that came down and said the funding, you know, has to change, he hasn't made a plan. He hasn't talked. He hasn't come out with one publicly yet. So everyone's anxious to see how he's going to deal with this. And, you know, listen, I think I, I really believe that um, when, when he first got here, people on the Republican side in the Senate trusted or, or I would say were open to him meeting with him, um, hearing the right things. And then they, they felt that they were, um, that he, that he wasn't honest with them. And so this is the time for him to come back and say, Hey guys, let's start again. Let's try to get something done for the state of Pennsylvania. And, and, try to move things. You know, we look at Pennsylvania, people are, are leaving more than they're coming. Um, we, our economy is suffering and there's no, there's not real any end in sight. The predictions aren't good for us. You know, we've got an aging tax base. Um, our kids are, are only coming back after they graduate from school up to like what, 43% of them are coming back to Pennsylvania. Most of them are leaving. So we have systemic, we have big issues that he needs to tackle if he wants to you know, he wants to be president of the United States. He's got to show he can, he can really, you know, do more than just talk the talk. Well, I guess um, it's, oh, Dan, <laughs> Dan has a nugget from the Shapiro speech already. Boy, he's only been 10 minutes in, Dan. What do you have? Well, well first off, he, he spends time focusing and doing his thank yous and points to his wife and has a standing ovation for the wife. I, I don't know if that's ever been done in a budget address and showing <laughs> pictures of their marriage uh, behind them. Oh, uh, it seems very political, but I do have the opening stanza of the speech if you two wanted to yeah, hear Yeah, yeah, go right ahead, Dan. Here's what sure. Shapiro had to say. Today we gather for an historic address. In the 118 years since President Theodore Roosevelt stood right there and dedicated this grand capital, the Pennsylvania General Assembly has never held a joint session in this rotunda, and the governor has never delivered a budget address here until today. I want to thank Madam Speaker McClinton for deciding to convene this session here and inviting me to deliver these remarks. Oh, my God. <laughs> rubbing it in. All of them rubbing it in, the point that we're making. We don't want to be petty, but fix the roof. Give me a break. Well, that roof, apparently, you talk to other legislators, that, that thing's been leaking for years. This is nothing new. This is really nothing new. There's no reason why they, they don't, they're not meeting. I mean, if this is what well, we know what the reason is, it's a political yeah. reason. Uh, Liz, uh, put on your other uh, hat here. Um, the, are you in the when you hear people across the state now and inside Republican circles, um, the Trump stuff is moving forward today. No immunity. I didn't think he'd get it from the appeals court. The clock running now with the Supreme Court. People are moved to Trump because they feel 91 counts overkill. It's been weaponized. And yet that I see polling that I don't believe, really, that says if he's convicted on even one of these things, then people could not support him. You know the suburbs as well as anybody. Would that be an excuse now they can say, I can't support him because he's convicted, yet they were supporting him because of the piling on? Yeah, I, I don't. I agree with you. I don't I don't really believe these polls. You know, he with all of these cases and all the information out there day after day pounding away at him, he continues to do better in the polls. So I just don't see that if there's you know, look, at he, he's moved up in the polls since that last case last week um, with Gene Carroll. And I so I, I just think the American public is so desperate for change um, that that. 
you know, and they're, and they're looking, and quite frankly, he obviously, he has an incredible following, but I just don't think it's going to, it's going to change anything dramatically. That's for sure. You know, listen, we, we are in a really bad place for a lot of Americans. They can't pay their bills. Yet if you turn on the mainstream media, they're telling you, you know, on the Sunday talk shows, things are great. Well, wait a minute. Since Trump left office, I'm paying twice as much for eggs than I was before. People see that. And you, you can't talk them out of how much money they have in their pockets. And they also see what's happening with immigration. So I, I think, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I agree with you. If he gets convicted on, on one or two of these things, I don't think that that's going to stop him. No, it would have to be incontrovertible and something really serious. Uh, and, yeah. you know, and the whole thing, and it's obvious and you can't get out of it. That's it. Anything else, I don't see it. Uh, Liz, you were yeah. one of the first back when this was a dirty word, mail-in balloting. I went back the other day and tried to chart the time you were on and you said it. And we were both were being delegate because, you know, we were in the throes of it. Uh, I see good signs now. I'm told of this group that's going to spend about $8 million coming into Pennsylvania on this. You actually did the nuts and bolts of this when you were in Montgomery County, the day-to-day of trying to get people to the polls, et cetera. What do you see happening? And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not still the urgency. If we win Pennsylvania, and this is part, a major part of winning it, the presidency is going to be Republican. Yeah, well, it's going to take, I really believe it's going to take Donald Trump pushing his voters to vote by mail. Yes. And, and I'm hearing that that's, part of the plan but you know we haven't we have seen him talk about it a bit but it's really going to take him to do it and they're going to have to explain um convincingly that it it is safe and people are going to have to be able to check um the sure system that's the system that holds these you know all the information about the mail and ballots we have to be able to check them and i you know there's going to be a lot of pressure on the the state to um, be able to perform when when people are checking to say why you know why isn't my ballot they're going to have to have people answering the phones and it's you know there will be that I'm, in Montgomery County you know they did a, a good job last fall um, really and and um, I would say even in the, the the spring before that you know making sure they answered calls and making sure there's a, the confusion was cleared up and un, people understood. And I think you're going to see more of that at the state level. Um, and you're going to see the, I hope, the, the Trump campaign actively involved in making sure that people feel safe and that all the information that they need is provided to them. Uh, here's one more nugget for Liz Briate Haby. Here is Governor Shapiro bragging about the surplus but it's his duty to spend the money and not leave it in a bank account. Oh, my now God. Now the time to invest some of that $14 billion oh. surplus squirreled away here in Harrisburg. Hear me on this. It is not a badge of honor, nor is it something to be politically proud of for some lawmakers out there to say, I took more money from the good people of Pennsylvania than I needed, and then I bragged about how I just kept it in some bank account here in the Capitol. Of course, of course we need. All right, Dan, you, you have an ear. Liz, I'm telling you here, I'm the headset's off. I have cotton mouth because my response is, well, then give it back to us. Give us a tax uh, break. Well, the reality is that's the money that they took, that they got from COVID funds. Yes. You know, this is COVID relief funds. And it was, you know, 
a huge mistake. We don't really have a surplus, and we're, we're going to have a lot of financial problems going forward. So I don't even – if this is all, you know – Political kabuki theater, I guess they would say. Yeah, I mean, it's it's with schools. They hire more people, and then they say, well, why do we have to lay people off? Because you didn't spend the COVID money on what it was supposed to do. A large part of it was tutoring and the things you had to do to get kids back in school, not necessarily hiring a bunch more people because you could spend it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, Liz, thank you uh, to be continued. Uh, great seeing you in Inside Story. Hope we do it again soon, but appreciate it, Liz, very much. Thanks for having me. All right, Liz Priate Havy here, and Dan Goodyear there. Yeah, we'll play that back. We'll play it back briefly here, and then we'll react to it here. This is the money. This is right. COVID money, so-called surplus. Well, <sighs> there's no badge of honor. And keep, it's a rainy day type of thing. It's a surplus. No, no, no. There's never going to be a surplus with Josh Shapiro. Josh? And this budget continues that. It does not call for a tax increase. But now, now is the time to invest some of that $14 billion surplus squirreled away here in Harrisburg. Hear me on this. It is not a badge of honor, nor is it something to be politically proud of for some lawmakers out there to say, I took more money from the good people of Pennsylvania than I needed, and then I bragged about how I just kept it in some bank account here in the Capitol. Of course, of course we need. Uh, Democrats, let's spend that money, baby. That's what it is. Dan, you had something else here? No, I just did. I have more of the speech. Yeah, okay. We'll have more. Uh, here's how you get in. 855-839-1210. Yeah, you want that money spent, right, if you're out there? What? What money? I didn't know it was in a bank account. Are we getting interest? That's a lot of money, a lot of interest. How about a tax break? How about the people that actually pay taxes this time get 5% of that back? Oh, we couldn't do that. That's not your money. It's our money once we get it. This guy, right? This is what we have to look forward to in 2028 or 2024, depending on Biden. Phone lines, 855-839-1210. So far, lame duck, we have Howard Stern. Great one to start off. You jump in now with Dom. Dom Giordano Show. Welcome in. Uh, Dan, do we have a little bit more of Josh Shapiro's speech you've been uh, chipping into? Yeah, so I have the the meat of the speech now, Dom. Um, I I had it here. Uh, Well, I don't have it anymore, so I apologize. Here here you go. Here you go. Sorry about that. Didn't know which tab it was. And retirement with dignity. We need to keep people safe, make sure they have access to the medical treatments and care they need build communities where they see a future of opportunity. So with a competitive spirit, a fervent belief in our fellow Pennsylvanians, and excitement about our future, I present to you my budget. Let's start with our kids. You're missing the drum roll. Because real opportunity begins in our classrooms. This body has already shown a commitment to investing in our students, our teachers, and in our future. Last year, We made together the largest single-year increase in basic education funding in Pennsylvania history. But we didn't stop there. Together, we delivered universal free breakfast for 1.7 million students. Let me stop you right there. I'm sorry. I got to stop you right here with this crap, right? Yeah, you did. (laughs) Give your kid a breakfast. What is it to give your kid a breakfast? I remember when I debated Joe Sestak on this, Dan. He couldn't believe it. He, he said, well, you expect everyone to have a glass of juice and cereal in the morning. Sometimes that's difficult. <laughs> Give me a break. Universal <laughs> breakfast. 
Look, if you're just, we don't want any kid to be hungry. How many times have we been through this? But the government should not be the one giving your kid a breakfast if you can afford it. Why? Oh, well, because it gets into the whole mode of government goods. No, it's not. All right, uh, coming up. The, the kicker so far, though, is having that COVID money, it's burning a hole in his pocket as a surplus, as a rainy day fund. Why not? If you're defending the people of Pennsylvania, give us our money back. I bet that's about $500 for everybody in Pennsylvania. Maybe. Many over on YouTube.com slash at 12th and WPHT, always dining with Dom. You can go see us there. Yeah. Writes, his voice, intonation, inflection are very similar to Obama. Do you think he studied Obama's speech patterns to try to replicate? No, man. No? Well, he maybe he's trying, but he's no Obama. There's only one. Look, Obama's gold standard speaking. Josh Shapiro is not that. No. <laughs> uh, he may be trying to do it, Dan, but uh, no. He's... That's a question. Who's the greatest riveting speaker out there today? Among the most entertaining is Trump. The worst, I don't know. Nancy Pelosi at times might, oh, she's be, bad. might be worse than Joe she's Biden. Bad. Although Joe Biden has invented a whole new language, right? We have to sample that. So, oh, yeah. 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 I thought you'd have it at no, the. I don't have it okay. Mail, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll get more out of Harrisburg from Martina White, we hope, a little bit later on once we hear all this and how much it's going to cost us. But uh, coming up, big one o'clock hour, taking your calls. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. It is all right, and I'll give you uh, what, what does it say about America that our national pastime has changed and the one that the left would like to have as a national pastime is nowhere near it. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.